welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue this series on the psychology of words, whether we're talking about the inner words we speak to ourselves or the outer words we may speak to others. Or maybe we just speak them out and others happen to hear us. These are all uh, incredibly important. Every word you speak is creating an effect. Okay, So there is a neuroscientist. His name is Dr. Andrew Newberg. And he wrote a book called Words Can Change Your Brain. And he is from uh, Thomas Jefferson University. Also, he wrote that book with Mark Robert Waldman, who's a communications expert. And they both state that a single word has the power to influence the expression of genes that regulate physical and emotional stress. Furthermore, according to each of them, exercising positive thoughts can literally change one's reality. And this is a quote from Dr. Newberg. By holding a positive and optimistic word in your mind, you stimulate frontal lobe activity. Now, remember, that's the executive center. That's 40% of your brain, okay? And that's the center that's hit most often by cortisol, which is the stress chemical that typically paralyzes that cortex, all right? So just reminding you of that as I continue in his quote. So let's go back to his quote. This area includes specific language centers, that connect directly to the motor cortex responsible for moving you into action. And as our own research has shown, the longer you concentrate on positive words, the more you begin to affect other areas of the brain. Well, there you go. So straight from a neuroscientist and his partner, who's a communication expert, reestablishing the fact that I brought up yesterday that what you're saying to yourself and to others is having a heavy impact on the outcome, whether you want to believe that or not. So even if your phrases of self-sabotage have become commonplace, there's proof right now that that's not true. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Um, Have you ever had someone say something to you earlier in life and it was really hurtful? I mean, really dug deep and damaged you in some way. In fact, It was so deep that you never forgot it. And every time you recall it, it's like it happened yesterday. And you can experience all the same emotions and the feelings that you had then. Whether they were feelings of rejection, of hatred, of of isolation, of neglect, um, of judgment, of condemnation, of um, biased opinions, you know, uh, or just plain mean. (laughs) Mean and rotten. Yeah, and we, I think we've all experienced that from somebody, and maybe not if you're in your child life, but surely in your adult life, we've all had that happen. Well, we know the power of words, okay? I started out this whole series reminding you that the old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me, is not true. 
So today, I mean, yesterday I talked about self-sabotaging phrases, and I just mentioned a few that are quite common, but today I want to talk about toxic phrases that we typically say when we're put under pressure and we want to either lash out at someone or make them be quiet or control them in some way or manipulate them to do what we want them to do. And usually it's the people that are the closest to us. So here are just a few, okay? See if you recognize any of these. That's stupid or you're being irrational. That's a harsh thing to say. It's a very harsh thing to say. It's basically saying, uh, I really don't give a, a crap about you and I don't want to hear what you have to say because what you say has no meaning to me. So it's squashing your own feelings and your own opinions and saying you don't have any rights. Okay. Um, another one that's common, especially in marriage relationships is, well, if you feel that way, maybe we should just get a divorce. Well, that's pretty harsh, and sometimes it can have an effect, if it's spoken enough, to start planting the idea in the spouse's head. So if that's really where you want to go with it, keep going. Um, another one is, oh yeah, of course that's what you would think. Well, now you're assuming the worst of that person, and you're possibly even stereotyping them in some way, either based on their gender or their background or their culture or their family's past. And all that does is resurrect really awful feelings, okay? So that's not going to accomplish what you want either. And then there's, oh yeah, you're just like your mom or your dad or your aunt or your sister or your brother or whatever, that's another very devastating thing to say because here again, you're casting judgment, you're comparing them to somebody else and maybe somebody else that they don't really respect, okay? And that, that's what makes it hurt even more. And usually that kind of a phrase is directed because there is an element of disrespect for something in particular. Um, another one is, oh, I love this one, just relax. Never in the history of relaxing has just relax ever worked for anyone <laughs> and then get off my case which is pointless to say another another one that is absolutely useless and futile because it's it's basically just saying that I don't care about you and I don't care what you have to say I just want you to just get away from me and I'm not going to be accountable for myself in any way shape or form so stop trying uh, you know, all these are just very, very harmful and devastating words. And some of them, depending on the situation, the relationship, the history of the relationship, or the history of the person, can be incredibly damaging to the point that they may not even be able to come away from it. So think your words over carefully. All right. Tomorrow we're going to come back. We have more science. We have more understanding of words and the power of words. And my hope is that by the end of the series, you will be equipped to know exactly not only what to watch out for and what to say, but how to and why you should. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. Thank you for joining me.